How can we get through frightening times? How can we not fear? It's because he is the one that lives, that was dead. And he's alive forevermore. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, and the president of Dayspring Bible College in Mundelein, Illinois. This is Jim Scudder, and today on In Grace, we are going to be continuing a message called Eyes of Fire in our series, Armageddon's Dawn. And this was a 43-part sermon series that I preached through the book of Revelation at the Quinton Road Baptist Church. And uh, we really covered so many things because Revelation was just our springboard. We went from Revelation to Daniel, to Ezekiel, to Matthew, and we really covered all of the Bible prophecies chronologically. Now, if you'd like to get a resource that will really help make this more visual for you, we have a free prophecy chart that we'd like to send to you. This is just our way of thanking you for listening, and this will really help you see the future. Literally, you'll be able to see it visually in a timeline. And uh, this is something that you can get only from us, the Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy Chart. And you can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com, and you can print it right from there, or you can order it, and we'll send it to you. Again, that's for free. We also have the full Armageddon's Dawn 43-part audio series for you on our website. That's just under $30. You're getting a lot of teaching on that series. You can also get the Armageddon's Dawn video series. It's eight parts filmed in Israel, and that is for any donation. And so these resources, I think, will really help you as we go through this series, Armageddon's Dawn. Today, we're talking about eyes of fire. What is that? Well, in Revelation 1.12, John turns to see the one that he was hearing from. And what we're going to get is a description of Jesus in his glory. Now, remember, that's what revelation is. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ in his glory. He came to the earth the first time in Bethlehem as a baby. He rode a donkey into Jerusalem. He came humbly as a servant to die for our sins. The second coming, folks, is different. And so if you want to read about what Jesus really looks like, you want to read this incredible passage in Revelation chapter 1, as we will be doing today. How amazed John must have been because he would have known the voice of Jesus better than anyone else. But when he heard this voice that sounded like a trumpet, he was startled and he whirled around and he was amazed to see Jesus in his glory. And it says in verse 12, I turned to see the voice that spake with me and being turned, I saw, and now he's going to describe what he saw. Seven golden candlesticks. What are seven golden candlesticks? Well, it tells us a little bit later on that these are the seven churches. And think about a golden candlestick or a golden, let's say, lampstand. A golden lampstand, it's gold first to denote that it's precious. I am wearing a 100% fake gold watch. No, it's probably real. I don't know. I don't usually wear watches, but I just happened to wear one today. And if you look closely at this watch, you'll notice that it doesn't work. 
But it's fine because I now have an excuse for when I'm late. (laughs) Gold is precious. Gold is to be pure. And that should be what the church is. Gold. But we see churches today, even in our suburbs, even these mega churches that were birthed in this area, weren't pure and have had serious moral or financial indiscretions. And we need to strive for purity and real holiness that comes through real living relationship with Jesus. If we're not pure and holy in our lives as a church, then the world is going to notice and it's going to be a detriment to the cause of Christ. And it's so sad to see what is being said about the evangelical church right here in the northwest suburbs. It's so sad. Pure, gold, precious, valuable. The church is valuable And these golden lampstands, Jesus is in the midst. In other words, Jesus is here today. He is our shepherd. He is why we are here today. He is, I believe, in our midst because of believers and the spirit of God that lives within. And the golden candlestick is a lampstand because the church needs to be standing for the truth of God. And that light that Jesus said, don't put a bushel over your light. Put it up on a hill so that people can see it. What good is light if it's covered? So the church, a picture of the church is this golden lampstand. Something that is going to hold forth the truth of the light of Christ. And radiate that, lift it up, and share that with the world. That's what the church should be. And he saw seven golden candlesticks. Look at verse 13. In the midst of seven candlesticks, one like unto the Son of Man. This is Jesus, but he's different than what he looked like when he walked this earth. In some ways, he must have been the same. He must have similar features, but all the features were a little different. So what does Jesus look like Now, today, when we see him, what will we see? Clothed with a garment down to his foot and gird about the paps with a golden girdle. What is that talking about? We're talking about a robe and a breastplate like a priest would wear. Holy, consecrated for the purpose of righteousness. He would have the look and the office of a priest. And you know what he actually does? In Hebrews 4, 14, it says, Seeing then we have a great high priest that is passed into heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. Jesus is our great high priest. And so it's only fitting here that as John got a glimpse of Jesus in his glory, that Jesus has a golden breastplate like the priest and a garment like a priest. And then it says, verse 14, his head and his hairs were white like wool. For those of you in climates near the equator, that's for you. 
We have some friends here today from the Philippines and other friends here today from India. Some of you come from warmer climates. You don't know what snow is, so that's this is for you. White like wool. And then for those of us in Chicago. By the way, Chicago is one of those places where you get to experience the extremes. His head and his hairs were white like wool and white like snow. Can you imagine what he looked like and, and how beautiful that would have been, but still how, how regal and staggering that would have looked like? Ancient of days, it says in Daniel 7, 9, as Daniel was picturing something similar, whose garment was white as snow, whose hair of his head was like pure wool. This must have been incredible for John to see so familiar with the voice of Christ, so familiar with what Christ looked like, but now he gets to see Jesus in his glory. Go back to Revelation 1 and look at the last part of verse 14. His eyes were as a flame of fire. Now this is really amazing, the eyes. Why does it say this? And was John looking at Jesus, did he actually see fire in his eyes? I think what he was seeing was what is veiled to us, but what is really there. There's a lot that is part of our world that we can't see. And I think he saw the spiritual, he saw the reality of Christ as Christ looks at you. And remember, his gaze would probably peer into your soul and, and, and that fire would be one that would eliminate any pretense. If you're here and you're not really for real, <laughs> you might as well just leave. And I'm not encouraging to leave, but I'm just saying, just be real. Just, I mean, we want to look so, you know, everything's perfect in our life. Nobody has a perfect life. Let's admit to that to the Lord because his gaze eliminates facade. His gaze eliminates any pretense or any fakery. You know, you've had your kids try to pull one on you. Your kids ever said that they were sick and they didn't want to go to school? Ever happened to anybody? Now, rewind it a few years. Did you ever do that to your parents? Hey, we're finding out more and more stuff the older our kids are getting. Our daughter, who's in her mid-20s, told us that one time she lost her crackers. Okay? She took crackers, crowned them up and threw them in the toilet and said that she lost her crackers and she had to stay home. And I'm pretty sure we bought it. It's funny the things that are coming out now. <laughs> but the gaze of Christ, the eyes of fire, it eliminates all that. You might as well not even try. You might as well be honest with God. Because he knows. Anyways, his eyes are as fire. Get rid of that pretense and, and pretending and pride. You don't need that. It, it's useless. It harms you. Get real. And then it continues in verse 15. His feet like unto fine brass and being smelted in a furnace and, and coming out pure and gleaming and beautiful. And everywhere his feet would touch, there would be left footprints of purity and holiness and righteousness. It says, feet like unto fine brass as if they were burned in a furnace. 
And then it says his voice. We already heard his voice was like a trumpet. Now we're going to hear his voice as the sound of many waters. Here in the United States, I can't think of any other place that comes to mind the sound of many waters better than Niagara Falls. You ever been to Niagara Falls? It's amazing. And, and we, we stand there and it's not just that you're hearing it and you're seeing it, but you're feeling it. The roar and the power coming from water dropping. And it's an amazing sight to behold. It's amazing sound to hear, but it's a feeling you get. And I wonder, as John sat in that cave in isolation, as he was being revealed to who Jesus really was and about the future, the return of Jesus Christ, and as he was hearing the voice of Jesus, he was feeling the incredible power and might of God. I think some of you today need to feel God's power. He is powerful. He wants to help you. He wants to make you successful in a spiritual way. That's why we want to learn more about him so that we can tap into that power. An all-powerful God, his voice like many waters. Verse 16, and he had in his right hand seven stars. Now, what is that? We have some more symbolism here. What are these seven stars? Well, we're going to read in a second what those are, but I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. The seven stars are what the Bible says, the, the angels. We don't think them as actual angelic beings, but rather messengers, a messenger. So we, we believe, I believe that these seven stars are the seven messengers or the seven pastors of the seven churches. And notice that they are in the right hand of God. We need to have a high respect for the person that God has placed in the church as the pastor. But also think about this. Remember in John 10, when Jesus was saying that all that were saved, all the believers were in the hand of God. Think about this incredible picture as we're, we're hearing about the power and majesty of Jesus Christ. Not only is the, pa the pastor in the hand of God, but all of you that have received salvation are in the hand of God. We're going to come back to that in a second. Just keep that in mind. In the right hand of God, these seven stars. And then it says in verse 16, out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword. We read about the word of God being sharp like a two-edged sword. We read about that in Ephesians, but we also read about it in Hebrews 4, 2, where it says the word of God is quick, which that word means alive and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. A two-edged sword, why? Because it cuts both ways. And when a preacher is preaching the word of God, guess what's happening to him? It's where God is getting into the very crevices of your soul with his word. If you want to learn more about the Bible's end-time prophecies, In Grace and Pastor Jim Scudder have great resources that will help you. First, we have a large prophecy chart that we will send you absolutely free. And when you give a gift of any amount, you'll also receive our eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, filmed in Israel. This series will give you a visual experience that will transport you to the very places mentioned in Revelation. 
We also would like to send you Pastor Jim's entire 43 sermon audio series, Armageddon's Dawn, on CD or MP3 for gifts of $30. Don't miss out on this opportunity to enrich your understanding of biblical prophecy. Contact In Grace today at 800 78 Grace. That's 800 78 Grace. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to In Grace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Get your free prophecy chart and unlock the secrets of the end times today. We live in a frightening world. And we live in frightening times. And we live in a time when there's so much tracking of information. It's really, really frightening. And we see this world, and it looks like there's a storm brewing because there is. Someone has said this, sometimes the Lord calms the storm, but sometimes the Lord allows the storm to rage and calms the child. Calms the child. Verse 18 of Revelation 1, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, am alive forevermore. Amen. And have the keys of hell and of death. How is it that we don't need to be afraid? Because if you put your trust in Jesus Christ, you've passed from death to life because he passed from death to life. And it says that he will never die. Look at it. Verse 19, write the things which thou hast seen, that's the past, the things which are, that's the present, and the things that shall be hereafter. That's the future. Alpha, omega, beginning, end, first, last. He's outside of time, so he knows all, including the future. The mystery of the seven stars which thou seest in my right hand, the seven golden candlesticks. The stars are the angels. We call them the messengers of the seven churches. The seven candlesticks which thou sawest are the seven churches. How can we get through frightening times? How can we not fear? It's because he is the one that lives, that was dead. And he's alive forevermore. Say that with me, alive forevermore. There's something amazing about that. Why? Because we live in fearful times. We live in turbulent times, whether it's political or social, or maybe it's a personal thing, and you're going through this storm, and God is going to put his hand on you and say, it's okay. I'm outside of time. I know the future. You're going to be fine. I've read the last chapter. You're going to win if you're on my side. If you've been saved by the blood of this Son of God, you're going to be okay. Reminds me of that little five-year-old boy. His name was Johnny. He was in the kitchen. Mom was making dinner. And uh, mom said, uh, Johnny, I need a can of tomato soup. Can you get that out of the pantry? And little Johnny said, no. I'm kind of surprised her. She got a little upset. Said, no, Johnny, you're going to go in that pantry. You're going to give me that soup. And little Johnny says, but mom, it's dark in there. I'm scared. And the mom said, it's okay. It, just go in there. It'll be fine. Just give me the soup. Mom, it's dark in there. I'm, I'm afraid. And she says, well, Johnny, you know, Jesus will be in there with you. Okay. So Johnny went to that pantry and opened the door and it was so dark and he was afraid to go in. So he calls out, Jesus, if you're in there, hand me the soup. <laughs> Aren't kids precious? Why? Do we not need to fear? Because we've seen the glorified Christ. In his power and his glory, he was dead. He's alive. His countenance is like the sun. 
His garments are like a priest. His feet are like fine brass. His eyes are a flaming fire. His hair is white. Beautiful, awesome. That God who is so powerful is the God that puts his hand on you and you're in his hand. If you're in his hand, you have nothing to fear. If you're not, you, do, you have a lot to fear. You have no help for today and you have no assurance of eternity. As a matter of fact, the Bible says if we reject the gift of eternal life by faith in Jesus, we are bound for an eternal lake of fire. My friends, that does not have to be. You can be in the right hand of God Almighty. Who can pluck you out of that hand? No one, not even yourself. The security a child of God has because we serve and know an all-powerful, almighty God. Do you know, Jesus, we all have sin. We can't get rid of this ourselves. This sin damns us to hell. That's what we deserve, separation from God in a place that God created for the devil. You say, I'm not that bad. Actually, the more you think about it, the more that God reveals about your real thoughts and intents of your heart, the more we realize, yeah, we do. All have sinned, all deserve hell. The wages of sin is death. But there's good news. That is Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, was born perfect. He never sinned. His name was Jesus, and he lived a perfect life, but then he was nailed to a cross. And when he died, he paid for the sins of the world. And you know what you now have an opportunity to do is believe in him. He's already done the work for you on the cross. He already paid for your sin. He already died and rose again. He's alive. And if you will believe in him, not your church, not your religion, not your good works, but if you believe in him, you have everlasting life and you're in the hand of God. There's security in that. You're going to go through hard times in life. He's got you. He cares about you. He knows you. You're on his side. You're his child. He will get you through these hard times that you're going through. But you first have to believe in him. It says that God loves the world. He loves us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's Jesus. That whosoever, that's anybody, anybody that's watching, anybody that's listening, anyone that's here, anyone that believes in him should not perish which is hell, but have everlasting life. It's by grace that we're saved through faith. It's not of ourselves. It's a gift of God. It's not of works. It's free. If you'd like to talk to someone about eternal life, about salvation, some of the things that I was just talking about, please call us at 1-800-78-GRACE. During business hours, 1-800-78-GRACE. If it's after hours, leave a voicemail. We'll get back to you. And also, you can go to our website. We have a lot of great resources there, and you can email us from our website, and that is ingraceradio.com. Now, if you're enjoying our Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy Series, we have three resources that I think will bless you. The first one is free. It's the prophecy chart. Just contact us and we'll send it to you or you can print it right from our website, ingraceradio.com or 1-800-78-GRACE. We have an eight-part video series filmed in Israel and it's a obviously very visual prophecy charts, images, paintings, 
B-roll of Israel and all these places right on this video series. It's really exciting. And that's for your gift of any amount. Your gift will make sure more people hear the gospel and good Bible teaching. And you'll get this great eight-part video series either by DVD or digital download. And then we have the full-length 43-part sermon series. It's an audio series called Armageddon's Dawn. You can get that on our website, ingraceradio.com. That's just under $30. The video series is for your gift of any amount, and the prophecy chart is free. So ingraceradio.com, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE. Or you can write to us at ingrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Are you ready for an end times journey of biblical proportions? Get the stunning Armageddon's Dawn Prophecy Chart for free. Or give any amount and receive the incredible Armageddon's Dawn 8-part video series. Plus, you can order the 43-part audio preaching series. Contact InGrace today at 800-78-GRACE, ingraceradio.com, or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Thank you for joining us on In Grace Radio with Jim Scudder Jr. In Grace is a member of the Evangelical Council for Financial Accountability. Our goal is to share the light of Jesus to a darkening world, helping you find hope, gain purpose, and be a light. You can be that light today by joining our mission to spread the gospel around the world. Just call us 800 78 Grace or go online ingraceradio.com. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio. Radio.